are listening to the Plano Pulse, a Plano Chamber podcast keeping you in tune with the heartbeat of the local business community. It's time for the Plano Pulse. We here at the Plano Chamber are working hard on our 2021 events now. We would love to partner with you as a sponsor, buy virtual tables for your employees, and many other ways. We'd love to connect with you and get you more information on how you can partner with us on these great events. Find out more at planochamber.org or contact any Plano Chamber staff. Thank you for joining us for Plano Pulse. I'm Kelly Marcellus, President and CEO of the Plano Chamber. And I'm Steve McSwain with Arta Travel, the 2021 Chair of the Board for the Plano Chamber. All right, let's jump in and start by introducing you to today's guest. Chris Walters has been in Community Affairs for Dallas Area Rapid Transit, or DART, for 11 years and started with the agency in 2003. He is the Community Affairs Representative for Richardson, Plano, and parts of Dallas, including downtown Dallas and North Dallas. Chris graduated from Baylor University, Go Bears, and lives in Rockwall with his wife and two sons. Chris, thanks so much for being here today. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you for introducing me. I really appreciate it. I'm very happy to be here today. Chris, th- yeah, thanks, thanks for being here. Can we start out with just a quick overview of the entire DART organization? We sure can, sure can, Steve. So DART was founded in 1983, and uh, and before DART's foundation, um, DART was actually part of City of Dallas. Uh, so in 1983, it became its own entity, and uh, it operates the buses, light rail, commuter rail in Dallas and 12 of its suburbs, including your very own Plano. Uh, DART has about 3,600 employees across all of its locations uh, throughout that service area. We have more than 700 uh, square miles of service area and uh, we are always growing our system and and you know one of the things that we'll be talking about today is part of that growth the silver line absolutely thanks so much and you know i have to admit so i used to live in addison so i was a frequent flyer of the of the addison bus terminal there at addison circle that would take me downtown and then um when i was working downtown i was a frequent flyer on the red line So I have spent a lot of time on some of the great modes of transportation that DART provides to us up here, but we we are here today to talk a little bit more specifically about the Silver Line project. And so can you just go into a little bit more detail, give a brief explanation of the project and um, and just kind of talk about what it is overall? Yes, definitely. And uh, and thank you for sharing your your personal dart experience there you have uh, your cool points have gone up and and you've now uh, increased your vip level with the world of transit so uh, and anyone who who has not ridden dart or does not ride we're hoping to change that in the future so uh, thank you kelly uh, the dart silver line is a 26 mile uh, long regional rail service which traverses three different counties tarrant dallas and collin uh, and seven cities through those counties across the northern part of the DART service area. Those cities include Pine, Capel, Dallas, Carrollton, Addison, Richardson, and Plano. The Silver Line will provide passenger rail connections that improve mobility, accessibility, and system linkages to major employment, population, and activity centers in the northern part of the DART service area, as well as support sustainable growth, local and regional land use visions, and economic development. Uh, Construction has begun on the project, 
and revenue services expected to begin in June 2023. And so as you can see, you know, it's not just about building a rail line. It's about growing the communities uh, around the rail line. And it's about increasing, you know, the overall um, success of um, the, the DFW area. It's a, you know, a line like this that goes through that many cities. Um, it's, it's connecting a lot of people, a lot of residents, a lot of businesses. You're connecting to DFW Airport. Uh, it's going to be going into Terminal B of DFW Airport. Uh, it's going to connect with the TexRail, which is the line, essentially the, the Fort Worth side of the, of the Cotton Belt line. And Cotton Belt, just for anyone, uh, people have probably heard about Cotton Belt over the years. It, that's the historic name of the line. It just turned into Silver Line when it was rebranded. Uh, it's kind of weird to have you know red line, blue line, orange line, green line, Cotton Belt. Um, so the Silver Line works out much better there. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it links up with the TexRail. It goes all the way to downtown Fort Worth. So, you know, right there in Plano, you will now have a super easy way uh, to get all the way to downtown Fort Worth. You'll have an even easier way to get into the airport. Uh, I talked to a lot of people there in Plano who of riding um, the orange line and the red line down to to get over to DFW Airport to Terminal A. And what they always say is, you know, hey, really enjoy it. Really enjoy not driving and have to deal with parking. But that's a long trip. Um, now the trip's going to be cut in half. And that's going to be very, very beneficial. And not to mention our, our, our new vehicles are going to be, uh, and I know we're going to talk some more about vehicles here in a second, but um, we have vehicles that are going to have you know space for your luggage, and and they're made for getting people in Plano to the airport with ease. But there's of course a lot of great stops before then, and so we don't want to just get you just to the airport. We want to get you to other areas as well. Unbelievable project, Chris. Uh, so a few questions. I mean, ten stops, twenty six miles. That is a a a very large project, obviously. Um, so. Um, how long or when did this plan actually start? I, I recall I was on the board for the Richardson Chamber of Commerce back in the 90s, early 90s. And I remember this being discussed then. So when was it actually planned and then approved? Well, so the Silver Line project, which which traverses the Cotton Belt Corridor, uh, it has been in planning since the original 1983 DART service plan. Um, the line was included in DART's 2030 transit system plan. And however, it became privately federally funded and fast-tracked in August of 2016 to be completed as early as of 2022. And you know, that's thing, back when you when you introduced me, um, I have been at DART for a few years. The Cotton Belt has been talked about from the very start. When I first started at DART, I was in my early 20s. And, and you know, I, I was familiar with the red line and blue line and, and all that living in the middle of that. Alice. Um, Cotton Belt was like, what, what is this? Um, it, but it was always murmured in the background of it's it's going to come someday, kind of a field of dreams. You build it and they will come. And so as the years went by, you know, of course, we, we had ebbs and flows in the world. Um, you know, you had a recession, which which slowed things down. And then as things began to rebuild, um, things got back underway. And this project started to really take root and, and start to um, really gain traction in happening. And then here we are now in 2021. And we're just a couple of ways, a, a couple years away um, from having this thing come online. Um, but yeah, as you can tell, it has been a long time uh, coming. So it is, it is nice um, to know for all the people that, that not only work at DART now, but all the people that worked at DART over the last few decades, that this thing is finally coming, coming to fruition. That's great. Um, you, you mentioned people from Plano have requested, you know, this service so they don't have to go through downtown to get to the DFW airport. So two questions. One is, uh, where in Plano will you be able to get on? Number one, where's the station going to be? And number two, you, you mentioned cutting the time and a half. So when you get on in Plano, 
when uh, how long is going to take to get on the train and then get off the train at DFW? Let's start with airport. that last question first because that that one's um, really easy. Um, normally, you know, when you're going to the airport, uh, DFW airport, and because I actually just just talked about this just a couple of days ago, normally it would take you uh, give or take uh, about an hour and a half, maybe a little bit more, depending. And of course, all that's give or take, you know, based on how long trains are going to be at the stations. And when you, you know, let's say you get on a red line, you have to get off and get on the orange line downtown. So you know, there's 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 a lot of factors in there, but generally about an hour and a half hour 45 minutes um now it's going to take about uh, about 50 minutes um to get from plano to dfw airport so that you know depending on traffic you know so that can either maybe be a tad bit longer than the drive but if the traffic's horrible that's a, a lot lot better and again you don't have to mess with the expense of parking at the airport so it's a much shorter ride um and it's a, a it's a straight shot there it's not a question about you know do you have to transition from an orange or a red to an orange um because you know the orange line only runs through certain hours up through plano and so some people kind of kind of that the hard way the first time and then they get it down to a science and it's easy but this would be a much easier ride uh, right off the bat uh, there are two stations uh, that will be in plano um, there's the 12th street station um, and and it's right there at, at 12th street and it's going to be a great uh, surface level station and i mentioned surface level because right next door there's going to actually be an also a, a new light rail station uh, which will be elevated the red and orange line. Um, So you will have the ability to have these two stations directly connected there in Plano. And, uh, and there'll be a walkway and there's a lot of great work being done there. Um, Not just on that walkway and the, and the connection there for pedestrians. um, But I also know a lot of development going on there. Now that development, of course, you know, that's all the development that's surrounding 12th street station is, is not dark. That is Plano chambers, city of Plano, working with developers and things that are really, uh, to to blow up around there in, in a great way uh to to basically meld in with downtown plano where i used to live and and i used to love to to live work and play and uh so i'm really excited to see 12th street and downtown plano station just a small few blocks north kind of meld together to become the super uh area of of live work play then you'll go a little bit east and you'll have the shiloh road station uh, that's our terminus station there for the silver line uh and and that is going to have um a lot of parking uh, like our terminus stations do uh, for all the people in surrounding areas who want to come in and use the system. Um, and, and so Shiloh Road is, is going to be great. And, you know, actually the Silver Line goes all the way out to Wiley. Um, but of course, Wiley's not part of the DART service area. Uh, but never say never. We own these lines because we hope that down the road things change and you never know. Shiloh Road may not be the end of the line forever. Yeah, come on, Wiley. Get on board. There. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're right north of me. And so whenever I'm up there and I'm like, oh, how, how nice would it be for you all if you all had dart service? Yeah. Well, now let's talk about the really fun part, the budget. I mean, these projects are fantastic. They provide an amazing quality of life for all of us, but it takes money. So can you talk a little bit about ultimately what the project will cost and where the funding comes from? Definitely not a problem. The, the Silver Line project, it's a $1.266 billion uh, design build project. Um, design build, uh, just, just to kind of add in a little bit of information about design build, the silver line being design build means we have a single uh, entity in this case, Archer Western Herzog. Um, they are the one, they are the company that's contracted to design and build this line, uh, for dart. And it's really good in this case, because, um, we have one company that's doing the design and the build and it's, it's making it a lot more streamlined and, uh, much easier. You have less cooks in the kitchen, um, and, and things in the meetings, um, can then transition into what happens with the boots on the ground a lot faster, but the cotton belt 
corridor regional rail project has a capital budget of 1.266 billion. Um, like I mentioned, uh, as part of the financing plan for this project, uh, we have arranged for a $908 million uh, loan from the U.S. Department of Transportation. And passenger revenue uh, is projected at $3.5 million annually. Thanks a lot, Chris. I appreciate it. One point two six six billion. That's uh, that's pretty hefty. That's that's a big. That's bigger than my house note. Um, the Silver Line uh, runs the length of the Cotton Belt uh, rail line, which is historical. Obviously, tell us why that route was chosen for this project. Well, it was chosen to provide passenger rail connections that improve mobility, accessibility, and system linkages to major employment population and activity centers in the northern part of the Dart service area, as well as support sustainable growth local and regional land use visions and development. And the cities represented in the northern DART service area are Grapevine, Capel, Dallas, Carrollton, Edison, Richardson, and of course, Plano. Um, you know, there's a lot of growth uh, and, and that's both residentially and commercially. You know, we've seen so many uh, new, you know, from, from Toyota to, to State Farm, we are seeing all these companies move into this northern area, lots of new residents. Um, it just, you know, the sky's the limit when you go north on 75 and, and you see all the homes being built. And, uh, you know, that's the thing. This line is, is very important, especially when you're thinking about, you know, connecting all these people and businesses to DFW Airport. The DART system, if you look at our system map, we've always um, kind of referred to it as, uh, you know, like a bicycle wheel with the spokes um, that go out. And it looks very much like that, the north and south. Uh, there's only been really one east-west line, and that's the, the Trinity Railway Express connecting downtown Fort Worth to downtown Dallas. But so much growth now is happening there on the northern side of the DFW Metroplex. Uh, and really, that's where the most growth in this in this area is going on. So that's where it really makes uh, sense that this line has been pushed to happen um, to help support the needs of, of all the all the growth that's happening there on the north side of the Metroplex. Yeah, this is a very interesting topic. We could be here all day, but we're going to keep it uh, brief and on point. Uh, so, Chris, um, where are you currently in the construction process and and, and kind of like other cons- pro- uh, projects, has it evolved since you began? So, you know, sometimes you're building a house and you have blueprints and plans. And then during the construction process, you realize something has to be altered. So so where are we in the, in the process and have you had to change since you began? Yes, um, construction has began and there have been changes. Um, you know, the, the design uh, part of this process was was lengthy. And, um, and in, in that time frame, you know, in some ways we were, we were kind of nearing completion. We kind of had to halt things, do some redesign at the Hillcrest and Coit intersections with this line. Um, that actually was part of the reason uh, why there's been a delay in when the system will open up or, or when this, this line will open up for service. Um, so there was a major redesign there. Uh, and, but other than that, now all that's done and we're back on track. Construction is, is going on all along uh, the line. It's not uh, uh, linear. Um, various types of construction are occurring in various sections of the project. You know, in some areas you, you have stations that are being, uh, you know, worked on um, in other areas, you know, the old rail has been pulled out, new rail is being installed. Uh, you have bridges uh, over roads, um, underpasses going under roads. So there's a Archer Western Herzog has a work cut out for them. They have a lot of work going on and they are all 
over the place along this line. And one thing that a lot of people ask me is about, um, you know, has COVID impacted uh, the, the, you know, the revenue service start date or the project? And, and it's not been directly impacted by COVID. I know that everyone has been impacted. It's, it's impacted us on how we internally interact and also how we interact with the public. You know, hence we are on a, a you know, uh, of course, podcasts are generally, you know, virtual anyway. Uh, but, you know, we have community meetings, uh, quarterly meetings where we, uh, like there in Plano, um, we'll come out there and meet with the public face to face. And we have uh, maps and, and all kinds of information to, to share with people. And now we're doing them virtually. So uh, fortunately, though, that hasn't hasn't changed the construction side of this because um, so construction is, is moving forward as planned. OK, so when we are ready to ride, what can we expect from the finish line in terms of what it will look like, any extra offered amenities. I know you talked about parking availability, but but what will the experience be like? So let me tell you about the, the vehicle, which is 100% complete. Uh, the pieces were manufactured in Europe, but they are put, being put together here in Salt Lake City here in the United States. Um, it's comprised of, of two cab cars, two coach cars, one engine module. And by the way, all this stuff I'm saying is, is on our, our website, and I'll let everyone know where they can find that information, and including pictures of the video. And the vehicle could be operated from both ends of the vehicle, except during a towing of a disabled vehicle. Only one vehicle will operate at a time for revenue service. Uh, the vehicle can accommodate up to 485 passengers. It's equipped with 222 seats, which includes 194 fixed seats. 28 flip-up seats and 263 standing spaces. Uh, some seats are also arranged with a table in between the four seats. Amenities include an entrance entrance doorways with vigil and audio, auditory warning devices, low floor board, boarding, uh, USB phone chargers at each seat, LED lighting, overhead luggage racks, wheelchair accessibility, and bicycle racks. Um, so these these are going to be very very comfortable vehicles uh, to get people uh, east and west and, and back and forth to and from Plano. Chris, sounds like you've, uh, these things sound fancy. I can't wait to see one. So just a couple of practical questions. Uh, what hours will the trains run? And then what will the cost be uh, to ride it? Okay. So um, now right now, um, of course, there's a little bit of time before revenue service, but you know, this is a great estimate of, of where we're going to be when, when this line does open. Uh, weekday service is currently scheduled to be from 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. Uh, service hours could be as early as 5 a.m. or as late as 11 p.m. Trains will run 30-minute peak and 60-minute non-peak. Uh, for those of you who are not familiar with peak and non-peak, think of rush hour. Uh, our peak times are generally, you know, from about 5.30 a.m. to 9.30 a.m. when we have higher ridership. Uh, so that's why they'll be the frequency is higher. Uh, and then after about 9.30 a.m., things slow down uh, to 60-minute non-peaks. And then it picks back up around 3.30 in the afternoon uh, for that evening kind of rush. And then it'll slow back down uh, after around 6.30. Uh, the Dart Silverline fares have yet to be determined. However, it is likely that local and regional fare options would be similar to the current TRE fare structure. Uh, so just letting you know, if you ride on the TRE to a certain point, uh, it's a local fare. And then if you're taking it all the way from Dallas to Fort Worth, uh, it's a regional fare and there are price differences there. Um, but the fares will be determined by the operation plan during the final design and construction phase. Well, one thing that I've always loved about DART and the stations is how you incorporate public art and you really kind of look around the neighborhood that you're putting a station in. And I know there's been some work um, on that planning here in Plano. So is there anything planned around these specific stations that you can talk about yet? 
Yes, uh, we had a great art and design process there in Plano with both the 12th Street and Shiloh Road stations. Um, over several months, we, we met with committees uh, and, and, and they were designed, you know, used to a committee of local artists and committee members that worked together to decide what stations should represent in their community um we did you know we toured around uh where the stations are going to be looking at you know just the immediate surroundings and then also sitting back and and discussing the history of the area, what is around, um, and how these stations kind of kind of reflect uh, what's going on around um, and with the surrounding communities. So each one is very unique, and that goes for all of our stations along the Silver Line. They're all unique, and they all represent the areas. Um, 12th Street kind of has a, an industrial feel to it, industrial art, um, you know, because there's an industri- there has been historically a lot of industrial and commercial there, uh, but then you have downtown Plano, which is becoming this this you know, really, uh, really awesome and wonderful art destination. Um, so those are things that you can see on our website. We have pictures of what these stations are going to look like. And Shiloh Road Station um, is, is going to be a really, really neat and unique looking station because it's right there next to, uh, you know, between our parking and the station is the Encore substation. And so, you know, a lot of people see that at first, like, oh, man, you know, that I don't we don't really want to see uh, a huge you know, electric lines of power. But, you know, what we did is, is there not we, but the committee actually took that and ran with it and then kind of helped create this new design that's going to be really neat uh, there at the station with electrical, electric and energy, um, you know, visual things that, that can be you know seen in the columns, uh, the pavers, the fencing. Uh, there is going to be maybe the world's largest light socket um, uh, art piece that will be great for selfies. So go ahead and check that out on our, on our website. Um, so we, 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 we took something, it's like one of those things you, you take lemons and you turn into lemonade. It's going to be actually a pretty cool station, uh, to, to be at. And, and people will probably want to come there, like I said, and take selfies at the, that electrical socket. So yeah, the stations are going to be great and they're all unique. And, uh, and it was an awesome process. Well, good. It'll be our new. Uh, it'll be our new Instagram-worthy spot in Plano. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Chris. Uh, really, really great information. And you mentioned earlier about how you reach out to the public on a regular basis. Um, so, how can our listeners uh, connect with Dart and stay informed with the process? Well, definitely. So, there, there's a multitude of ways you can stay informed. You can get on www dart.org slash silverline uh, to get as much or as little information as you desire on this project. Um, it is, there is a lot of stuff on there. So I would be surprised if you're, if you're interested in something about the silver line and you can't find it there um, because it has got a lot of information, uh, including recordings of our meetings. Uh, so if you want to go back and get up to speed on what's been going on with the public. Uh, but if there is something that you can't find on there, you know, you just need help navigating it. Uh, or if you have any questions or, or concerns, uh, please email silverline at dark.org uh, we have a team that's always monitoring that including myself and and we'll get back to you uh, as soon as possible uh, we we encourage the public to attend meetings virtually and we do have quarterly community meetings and uh so always check back with our website uh where we will then post the uh the next round of quarterly meetings um dates and and times and normally locations but in this case they'll be virtually um and so uh, you can sign up for project alerts at dart.org slash silverline. Uh, we have a dart hotline. That's our construction number. Um, basically, you know, when construction is, is going on out there and, and you see something that you have a question or concern about, you can call that number. It's 
2856. Uh, you can always uh, send mail the old-fashioned way. Uh, you can email me, cwalters at dart.org. I'm the community fair representative for Plano. Um, so we want to make sure that you have multiple ways to get a hold of us, and uh, we have multiple ways to get information out to the public. Well, that's great, and we'll include those links uh, on our page with the podcast. So if, um, if folks are looking for it as they're listening to it, they can always find it on our website with the, with the link to the podcast. Well, unfortunately, that's all the time we have. This went so fast. I love um, getting to talk to you guys at DART. Chris, thank you again for being here. Um, it's always easy to talk about the great things that are happening in our community, and you're such a, an integral part to um, our growth and our future. So I know I, for one, will be hopping on that silver line to go to the airport because I just flew last weekend. And since we haven't been flying as much this year, I, you know, parking and having kids with you, it was, I reminded me how much I like to jump on the train to do that. So looking forward to it. Thank you, Kelly. And thank you, Steve. It's been great. Thank you, Chris. It has been great. Uh, Very informative. And we will monitor the uh, communication via uh, uh, methods to keep up uh, with the status. If you'd like to get your business in front of our listeners, contact the uh, Plano Chamber of Commerce to learn more about sponsorship opportunities. And thank you so much for tuning in to Plano Pulse. Please let us know what you think, rate, review, and subscribe our podcast, share with your friends and colleagues, and be sure to tune in for our next episode. Hey everyone, Kelly Marcellus here, your president and CEO of the Plano Chamber. Are you looking to kickstart your Friday morning with dozens of local business owners and professionals? Set your alarm and join us for our weekly business interchange meetings for virtual networking worth waking up early for. Meetings are held at 7.30 a.m. every Friday morning on Zoom. Join us and share your 30-second commercial promoting your business and be the first to hear what's going on with other local businesses. Visit planochamber.org to learn more, and we'll see you next Friday.